Today is March 8th. We've got a bunch of spring training games. We got some voicemails. We got some guys that are hitting the ball and hitting the ball a lot. And we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about because it's baseball season. We're going to have a hell of a show. We're going to have a hell of a show today. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. In the corner we have producer Bug Bug Dude. We're talking some Yankees baseball today. Spring training. We're getting uh, deeper into spring training. Pitchers are throwing three innings. Batters mm. are getting three at-bats a game. We're getting closer and closer and closer. I'm starting to feel really good about it. Also, happy birthday to my brother-in-law, Brett. Jake. Happy birthday, Bert, Jim, Davis. Hope everyone's doing well on this fine second Monday of March, as they always say. Did you say this fine second Monday of March? Fine second Monday of March. I thought you were going with five at first. No, 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 no. Doing all right. I mean, you're right. Spring spring training's still in full tilt. We're close. I'm getting close to this part of spring training where I want it to end. Um, as we start to see guys cycle through the second time, it's almost like, okay, well, let's, let's do real baseball now. Um, One more week and I'll be there. Yeah, so... It was a it was a surprise seeing the game on yesterday because now I almost expect Yankee spring games to not be on. So to have it on the tube was a nice little Sunday delight, <laughs> which I had a couple of. And uh, yeah, man, no, there's there's storylines, there's real storylines. We were going through this beforehand, and we're like, okay, are we gonna have to make up a topic? Are we gonna have to find some conversations? But there's enough real stuff that it's like, okay. What's going on with bleep and bleep. Yeah, we do. I mean, Jay Bruce is hitting the hell out of the ball. Mm. And he also had a quote like, what is what was this quote they said on the broadcast yesterday? Like, yeah, I, I'm definitely good enough to make the team. <laughs> like, yeah. It was something like that. Like, yeah. I'm definitely, they were like, do you think you, you're making? He was like, well, you know, I am a professional. Like, I, he was like, I should make the team. It was very confident and like, Cocksure, but Jay Bruce Wayne. People are also in a very you just nodded and you're like, yeah, you are yeah. a pro. You knew that you knew the answer when you asked me. <laughs> yeah, you knew the answer. It was good. Um, the new coaches had interviews and Jake texted each other about it. Did you watch the game BBD on Sunday? I did watch yesterday because Sterling was on. Ooh, so I made sure I watched wow. kind of all of it. Did you have any good quotes? A couple of good ones you can scroll through. Said so take last year, dump it in the dump it in the old garbage can, which got me pretty good. Yeah, mm. every year. Bruce quote was, "I know I'm good enough to be on the roster. There's no question personally about that, in my opinion." Yeah, that was that, spot the lie. Yeah, and spot the lie. It's like you hear him say that, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Yeah. And he's been doing really well. So there's some fun stuff to talk about. What I was saying is, I texted Jake, and um, I love our dude Matt Black. Ah, and and Tanner. Is it Carlson or Smith or I always say Swanson. Like, Swanson. Tanner Carlson. Who's that? Nobody. <laughs> I I can't lock down his name. God damn it. Um. Yeah. I hope those guys uh, help everyone perform, but they were boring interviews. Yeah, the Yankees love boring. We <laughs> we we had a good raffle session in the office one day. Haven't said raffle session in a while. We had a good raffle session in the office one day. Joe's was here. I think Keith was hanging out, and we were just talking about the Yankees when they they signed Kluber. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they said, I think they brought in somebody else, and it was just like the Yanks like uh, plain Jane. I mean, if you like Kluber, Matt Blake, Tyone. Tyone's got some spunk. I didn't mean Tyone. I meant to say Gumby. Okay, yeah. I like I like Gumby's pressers, but I like them too. They're anti-electric. I was excited to hear Matt Blake talk, and then I texted you halfway through, and I was like, "What yeah. is he saying?" Even no, this is boring. 
Usually you can pick up some insights, and I was like, wow. Anyway, so we're just shots fired at those guys. Yeah. They're not supposed to be good at press conferences on a mic. That's not their job. It's true. Matt Black. Although I do think Tanner does a podcast, which is how he got hired. Allegedly, Cashman listened to the podcast, was like, I like this guy. I like what he's about. You know what else? I probably can't say that. I was going to say, you know what else Tanner likes? And I was going to do the CBD ad. He likes relaxing. Oh, he for sure loves relaxing. Probably doesn't. He's probably like a hard-o coach. Yeah, catcher probably coach. Probably likes coaching. Yeah. Well, anyway, some people like CBD. I'm one of them. Yeah. We got CBD from Cushy Dreams here. Look at this. Some fresh nugs. Nugs. Cush. Uh, it's smokable CBD, which is new. You know, all the weed went from you smoke it to now you vape, you can vape weed, you can take gummies and all that. Well, this isn't weed. It's for people that have stopped doing the weed but still want to be able to relax, sit back, enjoy, you know, calm some of their anxiety and stress and get that smoking feeling. So you can, they got pre-rolls, they got pre-rolls, they got nuggets, you can roll it yourself. It smells like marijuana. It uh, has the flavor, but it's not going to get you high. It's completely legal everywhere. And you can get some yourself if you go to CushyDreams.com, K-U-S-H-Y, Dreams.com. Use promo code YANKS for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code YANKS for 20% off today. Uh, they have a new hemp flower, Jake. Comes in one-eighth mm. cans, pre-rolled joints, cannabis that ships discreetly to you. You wake up, it's under your pillow. You have no idea how it got It's weird. There. I'm involved. I can't say how, but I'm involved. You are involved, yep. They got the indica and the sativa. We like it. They like us. We've had a lot of people say, like, thanks for putting me onto these guys. Yeah, which man. Is cool. It's it's Whenever. been real cool. The the response to the cushy dreams has been good. good. Relaxing. Forever. Relaxing beer. Who do you want to start? You want to start pitchers? Well, we have two topics on the things to discuss list here. Right. The first one is Greg Allen cleared waivers. I think we kind of talked about that somewhere. Yeah. Or maybe that was just in the office. We're good. Might have mentioned it in passing on either end of the Hoke conversation. But. Hoke convo, yeah. Over it. Yeah, we did do that with Hoke. You're right. Uh, the other one is, uh, Alan Bray, you got an option back. And we talked about that with Hoke as well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of funny when we talked about it with Hokester, the jokester. He said... He was referencing it like Albert Abreu was kind of getting screwed because, in theory, if Albert Abreu got released from the Yankees because he was out of options, well, A, he could make the Yankees, yeah. or B, he would have to be released and then he could m- have a chance with 29 other teams. And if you know the Yankees' bullpen, there's a lot of other weaker bullpens out there, so he probably gets a chance to play MLB baseball. We were sitting here kind of like, well, this is good for Albert. He can figure it out. If we need to call him up, he can. Uh, and, hey, we could be right. Like, if Albert Abreu, when it's time for him to get the call, comes up and he looks good for the Yankees, his rocket, his value just skyrocketed. I uh, just suck to waste an option and not even pitch. Like, there was the one yeah. year they brought him up, they didn't even pitch him. So, at least yeah. he gets some vengeance for that. Like, you just, that was... Mean. And he's been turning heads a little bit. I mean, he's been hitting 100 on the gun. He's a little wild, a little wild stallion. So, you know, hey, if he can figure out how to harness that, he's got one option left to do it. But, yeah, that uh, we've kind of been raising our eye. Brows, not our eye. Z- raising eyes. our eye brows, not our eyes. At uh, Albert Abreu making the Yankees bullpen because it just didn't make sense. No, it didn't add we up. We thought there might be a trade, and now uh, he's out. Done. He's out. And there's a man. I don't. I know you also labeled things as hitting and pitching for this yes. episode. Yes. There's been some veteran pitchers turning heads. If you're just if you're just on the podcast app, I turned my head. If you're just listening, not watching, Jake did turn his head. Head turn. I don't know who you're referring to there, to be honest. Mm. So do you want to go to the pitching and tell me who you're talking about? Well, there's pitching or there's hitting. Okay. The hitting's fun. Let's do the hitting okay. right away. The hitting is just all good news. Yeah. Uh, Stan made his debut the other day. Uh, in the last game yesterday, he hit two absolute rockets. I was building a treadmill with my wife, Caitlin, and we had the game on the laptop. 
and I audibly gasped at that one he hit to third base. Yeah. Like, I was scared for the third baseman. I don't know who was playing over there. Was it Lil Baby Toe? Might have been. But it was a hot shot. Like, whoa. I think I went like, holy shit. Like, that was my reaction. Katie was like, what? I was like, that was hard. Yeah. It was a hard shot down the third baseline. And then he hit another one. And Roman Quinn, I mean, like came in on it because it was a line drive, but it just stayed up forever and went over his head to center field. So you want to see that. So you saw it, and that's great. Um, Gary Sanchez has two home runs, and then he got a single to right field, which, again, that's what we want to see. I mean, you got the home runs out of the way. If he doesn't hit a home run the rest of spring, I don't care anymore. I'd like to see him going to right field. That's what I like. And, that's, and it was the shift, Jake which last year we were screaming, like, Gary, you can hit the ball to where the second baseman usually plays. You like you can do that. They shouldn't be shifting on you, so make like do it. And he did it. There was a little punch just right over where the second baseman kind of would have been. Yeah, I think, we, I think we discussed it in Gary's PPP, which if you guys have been listening to the player profile and projections, a thank you. Yeah, man, Gary hit 147 last year. And when the whole right side of the infield opens up, you know, wouldn't it hurt to poke one through there a couple times? So we saw that the power swings look good. Judge came out with the big quote. Swanson was saying good things. Um, Stanton, I think, is a little more interesting. We've seen Stanton's approach the last few springs. We've talked about it on here. Just see the ball travel, literally do late defensive swings. He wasn't doing that. No. So I don't know if this is healthy, pissed off Stanton, trying to show everybody, like, I'm good. Um or if he just got a couple good swings off that day, you, you never kind of know it's spring training. But it's it's a lot better than bad news. I liked what Ruko and Cohn said about Gary as well. And I'll finish this thought. I liked what they said where they were like, you know, he was so terrible last year. He got benched in the postseason. Obviously, spring training doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. But for his mentality yeah. and his headspace... Obviously, it's better that he's starting off doing well. He's thrown out a couple runners. He hasn't been an issue blocking yeah. balls, and he's got two home runs. He's got he's three for nine, and now he's got a little single to right. And he does. He just kind of looks at ease everywhere he's going right now. So you know, it means nothing in the scorebook, or it won't affect how we judge Gary Sanchez, the Yankee, at all. No one's going to be like, but he started spring, spring off well. No one's going to say that. But for his. His head, it's a great way to start. Because, you know, I think Judge doesn't need to have a good spring to be in a good headspace. I think he's fine being like, yeah, I I still feel great, and I'm going to take it into the season. I think there's some players that the confidence needed to come back with a decent spring. Gary definitely needed something. And we had some commenters, and I think Kyle quote-treated one that was like, he does this every spring because people say that about good springs no matter what. Yeah, Gary had an awful spring last year. Which led to an awful season. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the spring training trick. If if Judge has a terrible spring and then the first opening series he hits two home runs and he gets on base half the time, it's over. Uh, if someone has a bad start to the season and it, you look back at their spring and it's been bad, and it's like, well, he's kind of been bad. So it's it's an unfair game. I know uh, Kyle, you just referenced, was asking about our thoughts on the judge quotes and what they were saying about Gary. I do think a lot of it is lip service. I mean, you're not going to say bad things. He did, you know, he he went kind of the extra mile saying Gary's got MVP potential in him. You know, we <laughs> as as He's gotten votes for MVP before. As yeah, as, as baseball broadcasters uh or whatever the hell we are, you know, I I think we'd be scared to say something like that for this upcoming season, but it's taste season. Let Gary get as much taste as he can, and hey, linking it back to what you're saying about the, you know, three for nine, couple homers going the opposite way, throwing runners out. You know, I think uh, if Gary would had been 0 for 11 this spring, uh, and he had a couple errors behind the dish, and Judge stepped up and said he's, you know, could have an MVP type year coming up. I think everyone would be like, no, it looks like he still sucks, bro. Uh, all it, it's, it's, I, I mean, obviously Gary has the potential and he's really good, but the reason they come out so hard is because there's opposition that comes out just as hard the other way. Yeah. And I think they see Gary as a human and their teammate and they're like, this sucks. Everyone's so mean to this guy. And then he's they, a stud. They uh, see, yeah, they actually see him hit those 450 foot home runs and they yeah. say, wow. 
So I don't put much stock into those guys saying those things, but it's I think it's just a It's nice. I think they're just trying to turn the mirror around on the fan base. Get tasty. Yeah. Taste yourself, baby. Um Glaber's 4 for 11. Sure. He's he's hitting the ball. Clint hit a big home run uh out in Pittsburgh. Lightning quick hands like you see. Uh, our dude Aaron Hicks, he's 1 for 7. With three walks. So he's got a 400 on base percentage. He DM'd us on Instagram and said, guys, I'm trying to swing. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet, Hicks. I bet. You're right. Yeah, I think that one hit was a single. He pulled through the shift. Hicksy, he's he's looked like Hicksy Glaber, man. Yeah, I mean, he, he had that one nice double he pulled. I think if we're doing offense and pitching the way that we, we've mentally separated it, Glaber's look pretty solid at short. Um, again, you can only put so much stock into it, but he looks he looks slightly more athletic. He's been handling the play, so keep doing that, Glaber. Because, again, when April 1st gets here, if you boot that first one, nobody will give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but but that's overall good to see. Um, who else? DJ well, always I'm hits. burying the lead here. Burying the lead. It's Jay Bruce. We oh. talked about him at the beginning. Jay Bruce has, has come out and... Put it on display. I mean, in eight at-bats, he's got four hits and a home run and a double. Mm. Yeah. four at bat, Eight at-bats, four hits, home run, and a double. Very early. But then with the quote, like, yeah, I think I should be on the team. And the fact that, like, hey, I have a question. The fact that the Yankees announced Bruce before spring camp, you know, they're like, yeah, we picked up Bruce. He has got minor league invite. Ooh. And then they didn't announce Dietrich. And he just, like, no one ever told the press. The Yankees never said, like, yeah, we tweeted or anything. Like, does that mean anything? No, I think that was the Yankees testing Dietrich. That was their first test of Dietrich as a Yankee. If you can keep this under wrap till spring, you pass the first test. Don't be too big of a personality. Yeah. yeah. The Bruce contract was going to get out there. So I actually love that take yeah, by Yeah, that you. was Dietrich's test. Yeah, and, we, uh, and we, like, know that some teams have asked some other players, like, hey, keep things quiet. And Dietrich's the guy. It's the first test. You got the chains. I you got the hair. That. You got the biceps. We we like. You know what we like? Kluber. We want to fall asleep when you talk to us, and <laughs> you're not that. So this is your first test. <laughs> the Yankees are saying that, not you and I. Yes. Okay. Um, Dietrich's one for five, I think. Yeah the the Jay Bruce thing for me. I Jim, you mentioned this quote. I mentioned a couple episodes. He had a he had a good presser. He was saying, you know. You come to the Yankees, he gave the championship thing and all that. But it was also, it was very veteran. It wasn't kind of guy trying to make the team, like, just living it out. Like, Jay Bruce very much thinks he's a part of this Yankees. And I think the more important thing I would tie to that is the Yankees are very professional. Everywhere we talk to, whether it's Zach Britton and the kids' daycare stuff, we we talked to Britt Giroli. Uh, for the athletic, and she she brought up how the Yankees and all the players that end up going there talk about raving about it. The Yanks don't aren't going to dick around players. Like I think Brian Cashman and Jay Bruce already know. Like, hey, if you come in and you look like Jay Bruce, the guy who's been a professional hitter for a decade, you're going to be a part of this team. Uh, he's acting like it, and man, I you know I just tie it back to. A lot of people are getting hot on the, are they going to send Tyler Wade down? And, you know, Gio can play shortstop if he needs to. The Yanks like using so many rest days that Jay Bruce would be playing. Um, And that's even before injuries kick in, which they would. So I'm kind of on the Jay Bruce train. I, I wasn't at first. I think the money landed in a lot better place than I expected. I think he would get the ABs, a guy where... The porch is there, babe. I mean, Jay Bruce with 300-plus career home runs. And, uh, hey, how about that catch he made in left field? Like, I I think Jay Bruce still thinks if he needs to go out and play a couple games in the outfield, he can do that too. So, I uh, he he feels, from everything I've seen veteran-wise, he seems like a part of this team. I agree. I, I had him making it from the start. Dietrich puts a little bit of a wrinkle in there, but if Bruce stays hot... They did give him like the money, which I guarantee is the money, which I think shows that they have a little more lean that way. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Pretty interested. We want to hear some guys that are struggling. Through. Or how about how about this? More importantly, if Jay Bruce keeps having just a nice spring, and the Yankees just decline him and he's gone, 
you know, a lot of Yankee fans are going to be pretty hot about that, depending how injuries and everything else depending plays on the, out. the rest of the way yeah. it plays out. Yeah, uh, the guys that aren't doing so hot through eleven or twelve at bats, Andujar, he's two for twelve, um, without a walk. Did steal third the other day though. Caught him sleeping. Quick Miggy, man. Luke Voigt. He's one for 11 with two RBIs and one walk. Aaron Judge. He's two for 11. Sorry, Voigt's one for 11. Judge is two for 11. Uh, don't care about any of those? Obviously. Like, don't care. Don't care. Yeah. That's how spring training works. Yeah. When it's good, it's nice. Sure. When it's bad, you don't care. Except I do think, like, for Gary's sake, if it was bad, it'd be bad. Like, I do think there are yeah. some people where... If it was bad, it, it wouldn't be don't care. There's, but Judge and Void aren't, though. There's people. shades of gray area. Like, you know, if if it was the reverse for Andujar and he was just ripping doubles all over the place, it'd be we'd be saying, like, okay. Yeah. Andujar's trying to get in some conversations, but as of right now, it's just moot. Moot point. Yeah, there's, like, the Andujar fan club that would uh, that would run with that. You and the Andujar fan club, BBD? I, mean, oh, I, I like Andujar a lot. I but. like him. He, I think he benefits a little. I think both his hits were on like the yes games. So <laughs> okay, so big lights Andujar, the yes spring training game. If I'm remembering even more right, I think both were like right side of the infield ground balls through the hole, which I don't know what to make of that. Which, you make yeah, one was a high it. fastball, the other way. It's the only one I remember. Give me a. I the reason I like I very much enjoy speedster Andujar is him being trying to do everything he can. Like just trying, just trying to show it, man. After Talkman's home run, his bat's colder, and none of this matters. It's ten at bats. Yeah, we'll see. Pitching though, pitching's very interesting. Pitching. Gumby had a second outing, three innings pitched, two hits, zero earned runs. He looked pretty sharp. Andy Pettit told him to throw more fastballs. He said, "Your pat, your fastball's better than mine. Throw it more. Throw it. Put it in the zone. That's that's called pitching, coaching, yeah. coaching, pitching." You feeling any different about Gumby? No. I mean, you know, he, again, he sneakily hasn't had the innings in past years. Just need Gumby to go out there and twirl it and be consistent and chew up his chunk of the innings pie this year. Um, he's going to, he's he's got to earn it a little more for me. You know, you, you referenced the 2017 season and, when we talk about Andujar and guys like that, like that's even more recent. So I, I, I got to see it from Gumby. I got to see it from Gumby. Yeah, he hasn't been like bad in a full season since then. That's where it's a little different, or like been bad. Yeah, yeah, and been good. He was decent last year. It's such a weird year. We did this. Like, I know, I know. We did this, and um, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm excited for Gumby. I think his stuff looked crisp this spring so the far. The curveball looked great. Uh, and that, and if it's when it's on, I think he's really good pitcher. So uh, his interviews have been good. I mean, we'll see. But I'm excited for Gumby. Like, it's not the same feeling I had with Hap or the same feeling I had with. It's more like, hmm, like with Hap. Like it was like, yeah, baseline. He'll be a good pitcher for us. He'll never be like a playoff starter. I think Monty can become like a three in the playoffs. He did it last year and had a good get out. Yeah, he had a nice playoff side. Yeah. Um, we're like, it's not like his best is boring. That's where I kind of like change. Like, I think his God, good days, it's fun. His best can be exciting. His good days, it's fun. Tyone, listen to this, Jake. Tyone pitched two innings, two hits, one walk, four Ks. That'd be four shots of JMO and two innings for us when we do our a shot of whiskey for every strikeout. Yeah. That kind of scared me when I was like, oh, shit. We might be, uh, be getting drunk on Saturday or Sunday, whatever it is. Man, all all of the people we've talked to in the walls of baseball have been saying, like, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't we don't know what's going to happen with Kluber. We're not sure about some of the other Yankee moves. Like, Tyone's a dude. He's, he's, as, he's extremely talented. He, you know... They got him for cheap. His contract's still cheap. Like they're like that is, that's going to be the one we're circling at the end of the year. And yeah, man, I mean that uh, that little slider curve thing. When that thing's right, that thing looks pretty gross. And he uh, yeah, man, the 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 JMO shots game. It's going to be an interesting one. 
He also said that he was excited to get in the jam mm. because then he had to like work. He hasn't been able to work on that. He hasn't pitched in live games. Like he was like mixing up my delivery speed and how often I look the runner at first back and all this stuff. Yeah. Like I haven't done that. You don't practice that when you're doing your bullpen sessions. So he was like, it was cool to be in a jam and then get out of it. Yeah, he. Uh, it was funny because they tried to follow up on that with Monty, um, because it it made a lot of sense with Tyone. He hasn't pitched in a long time, and they were like, "So Monty, you know, you got into some some trouble today. Do you, do you like that?" And Monty was just kind of like, <laughs> "I mean, not really. Like, I get what you're saying, but like, no, <laughs> rather not no, have a base runner. Kind of good on that." <laughs> Herman, two innings pitched, one hit. 4Ks as well. His changeup looked really good. He looked yeah. nasty. Uh, weird feelings because noted bad guy, and it's very complicated. But the pitching, it is a business. The pitching looked good. Um, he looked sharp. Yeah, man. He, uh, you know, it's you're gonna hear us preface it the same way all season. I, I think Domingo is gonna be a part of this Yankees run. If you. Hate that and hate Domingo. You're not wrong. <laughs> like uh, that, it it sucks. It sucks what he did. But um, you know how much do you believe in second chances and all that? He uh, the last time Domingo was out there full full year, he won 18 games for us. So I think the Yankees are going to give him the pill. I'm interested to see how they juggle it. I know you. He's so skinny. He's skinny guy. He's lanky. There's a lot of different His angles limbs on it. coming at you all it's, different ways. It's funky. So. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see the rest of the handling Domingo Herman. Do they start him in the minors to start the year, or are they they just going to give him the pill? I I don't know because it's kind of like he's already in either way. Like the fact that you've welcomed him back to the Yankees, like oh yeah, he's he's on the team. So I, I don't know if I mean, he even there he served his time. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're going to mess with a Triple A stint or if if they do and whether not if he looks like that. Whether if that's Mingo stuff or the service time stuff. So if he stays out of trouble, <sighs> he's not uh, he's not doing anything wrong, and he continues to look that crisp. He's going to be in I'll rotation. Uh, Davey, two innings pitch, two hits, two earned runs, two home runs. Had some pitches where he looked really nice um, and then got rocked a couple times as well. One first outing. So, yeah. It always, it still surprised me that Davies' fastball is not fast. It, uh, I, I got like jarred by that. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like a sneaky fastball. It hides the ball. It's like only 92. He hides it. And I think he does a little. I think he's got to dial it up in there. I think he we've seen him hit 94s, 95s, but he saves that. Like, if you remember his starts last year, he almost – the guy idolizes Pedro, and he talked about it. And the first couple times through the lineup, he was – was he only throwing fastball? Yeah. And we were like, hey, Davey. Yeah. Go. Got to mix it up. I love you, bud, but let's get a little off-speed going. Um so, yeah, I, I would love to know where Davies' head is at this spring training. Does he think he's – like He thinks he's in the rotation. But, you okay, so you say that, and then he gives up, you know, the home runs. Uh, like, is Davey coming off head down, or is Davey saying, like, oh, I was just working on my fastball to – like, I – I think he's a little head down, but, like, I think he's out to – Win the rotation spot And he's like Alright well I'll work on that Next because time Because you know. in contrast to Domingo And we're talking about Spring training stuff That doesn't matter Domingo coming out Two innings Four strikeouts Looking gross mm-hmm. You know That's That's significant Trying to find I think it was the Toronto game When we were watching it And we were like Dude you didn't throw Another pitch in the Gotta pump something else Davey uh, Let's keep going with pitching. Loisaga, two innings pitch, two hits, zero earned runs, two Ks, good results, some fly balls in there. His changeup looked nice. I'm interested to see his next appearance. Is it going to be two innings again? Are they going to try to stretch him out even more? Because uh, we still don't know the Yankees' the Yankees pitching plan for this season. I think you need something like 800 innings. I forget the math. I read, yeah. you know, Saris's article. So... You know, I, this might actually be a fun slash scary game for us to do if you start writing in how many innings we think guys are going to pitch this year and see make a pie chart what gets us to that number. Uh, but yeah, Johnny Yells, I and like I, I've said before, like at this point, if he could be two inning Johnny Lasagna, 
and see where you land. If he proves he's elite enough to earn one inning, then let's do that dance. But uh, Chassin pitched. He didn't fare too well. One inning, one inning pitch, three hits, two earned runs. So everyone's getting like two innings unless you're bad. Chassin pitched so many pitches that they only gave him one inning. I wonder how much can change. I still think they want to use him at the start of the season, use him and burn him. Like you said, you need to get that calculation. I don't think they have him being a playoff starter, but they want him to eat innings at the beginning of the season to rest everyone else. I actually agree with that kind of strategy a little bit. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, obviously one start, but, you know, we'll see. He needs to look decent enough to do that. Yeah, and you just wonder when you talk about the burn, I think that's where you and I are viewing it a little differently. Like I'd I'd rather if he's – if I. Not sure of his contract, but if he could start the year in AAA and then when the Yankees are going to need three, four starts, give him the call and then you're ready to burn him rather than, you know, if everyone's here and then you just want to bring somebody else up. Well, I think they get dirty some time in, in AAA or something he, like that. He's he's an interesting one to watch. Um, and King. Police. King had another outing and did really well. Two innings pitch, one hit, one K, looked good. Coming off the outing, we got roughed up a little bit the very first outing of spring. He's just trying to throw it too hard. You know that. Yeah. That's all the pitching. I mean, they still haven't rolled out Britton, Chapman, uh, Wilson, O'Day. None of the relievers. They're all doing sim sim stuff. Like, they're throwing. Oh, Adam Warren had another inning. He had a clean inning. If he if he continues to have clean innings, I'm going to be like, okay, well, who's getting bumped off for him? On the Warren train. Yeah. So, I mean, right now, well, we can do this. Yankees bullpen. Chappie, Britton, Chad, O'Day, Wilson, Loisaga, Sessa. Right now, Fangraphs has it as one spot open. Nelson is who I'd throw there it's now. It's Nelson. Or Warren. It's, it's <laughs> Warren. Uh, the guy who's been making a lot of noise in camp, and I, I saw someone said it, it was uh, Letke. Lucas Letke. Am I saying that right, BBD? The Hap Hybrid? I've been saying Letke. Letke? It's L-U-E, but... But, but it somehow is like an I sound. I think. It doesn't look like either of those pronunciations. Yeah. It looks like Lutke. Lutke. Yeah, the, the baseball reference pronunciation is Litke. Litke. Uh, he's been having a lights-out spring. A uh, guy who's played some Major League Baseball. He's been striking out everyone um, to the fact they asked Boone about it, and there's like, yeah, he's one of the guys that's turned head, so... You don't know if it means anything. It, it very well could not for someone like him, especially. Three innings pitched, eight strikeouts. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. You know, those veterans are still there. Bearclaw, Adam Warren, Tyler Lyons. We know the Yankees love Tyler Lyons. Have we seen Nick Goody yet? Yeah. He's, he's been yeah. in. Okay. He got hit. One, he gave up a home run um, immediately. In that one game when Voight was mic'd up. Mm-hmm. He came in and gave up uh, a home run. Come on, Boone goody. was mic'd up. I forget who. So, yeah, I I think there's still. I think there's zero chance for like Litke. Um, they're just so crowded, and there's yeah. so many guys that they've put in, invested into and stock into that I don't see it happening for a 33 year old like journeyman. Yeah, who's had a good spring. Um, but it's exciting. But yeah. like, yeah, I saw people. I didn't even like pay attention to him when he was pitching. So. Hey, if he continues striking out every batter he faces, I think that changes the conversation. There's one spot out there. And Hasn't hey, pitched in the big since 2015. Nick Nick Nelson, are you you doing some service time stuff with them if you can save him? Adam Warren, we know him and the Yankees are best friends. So there's there's a, a potential a potential juggle for that last spot. And hey, again, knock on wood, we'll see if the injury bug or anything like that comes into play. But um hey, good for him. Have a camp, kid. Punch everyone out. Yeah, this is, what are they? What do we got? News. His middle name is Lester Lucas Lester Licky Triple L. Was important. Yeah, that eleven is... batters faced eight strikeouts. That's an unfortunate name. And he looks like a Hap Paxton hybrid. Yeah, the way he throws on the mound, like his mannerisms are Paxton. His look is Hap, and he's lefty. It's and weird. every name starts with L. And the other piece of breaking news with Licky, Emmanuel Sanders like tweeted just a little bit ago that he's known him since eighth grade. Who has? Fifth grade. Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders and Lucas Licky. Yeah. Somebody well, tweeted at Broncos him, Emmanuel Sanders, you know the boy Lucas Licky. Then Emmanuel Sanders tweeted a picture of them, said, yep, since the fifth grade. So I'm playing basketball so together. that's huge. 
Wow. I sent that to wow. Kyle. What, are they from the same town? Tripping. If not, it's even weirder. <laughs> Just found each other on Facebook early. Belleville High School, Texas and Rice University. Um, yeah, I mean, good for him. What's the saying they say? Like you're you're auditioning for not just your team, but every team. Every team. So he'll find somewhere. I think that's the only updates. Uh Kluber. Kluber had a very, very, very good outing. When's he pitching again? Is it gonna be on TV or are they hiding him again? But what was it? Two innings pitched, no hits. Klubot. Four Ks or something like that. Let's see. It was Tyone Chassin against Pittsburgh. It was was Kluber against the Tigers. No, that was Domingo King Day. Yeah, I don't. Kind of starting to, starting to ease my way on to the Kluber bus. Man. Six up, six down, three strikeouts, twenty-one pitches, nine in the first inning, thirteen in the second. Is he pitching tomorrow? His first game was March third, which is five days ago. So he's pitching so. tomorrow. Presumably, he might, maybe it'll tomorrow? be a sim game instead or something. But I haven't seen enough an official like announcement for his pitches tomorrow. Lickie, huh? Lick me. He faced Austin Wells this morning. Mm. Corey Kluber threw to Austin Wells this morning, so maybe this is his next day. Okay, they're doing sim, hiding him. Haven't Hi- seen you hiding him. Like to what's up with that? Show me Kluber. I want to see him. Off day today. We got some voicemails, some topics we're going to talk about. First, DraftKings is doing one of those dumb, crazy, free money promotions. And this involves college basketball. You got to find a underdog. So we were going through the Yankees roster. Yeah. DJ LeMay, you went to LSU. LSU. They're third in the Southeastern Conference. So maybe they're bubble underdog. No idea. Bubbling. Who's from Carolina? Monty's from South Carolina? Monty and Clark Clark Schmidt. Okay. South Carolina. So if you choose an underdog. Chad Green, Louisville. Bet $4 on an underdog and you win $256 if they win. It's that simple. BBD, what are the odds on that? Easy math. Didn't uh, listen to anything you said. Okay. So $4 on the underdog to win. $4 to win $256. On the underdog. So that's four times. I'm bad at gambling math, which is why DraftKings is good because they they can, they show you the math for you. Yeah. Math. From a coach. DraftKings does the math for you. Yeah. So I mean, all you, that's a big payout. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Huge. I would guess you go find the underdog. That's barely an underdog. Or just goes put money on the bet every underdog. Four dollars like that. Four dollars on every underdog. Every underdog. If it, the most you're down like four dollars on. Ten underdogs. Yeah, you lose. You're down forty bucks. One of them hits. You're up. You're up a lot of money. Like, so go do that. Download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code Jumbo when you sign up to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars. If the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, that's code Jomboy to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars for a limited time. Only at DraftKings sportsbook. Must be twenty-one or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's go to the voicemails. Hey, guys. It's uh, Jeremy from D.C. Long time. First time. Uh, I told BBD I call in. I'm down here in Tampa. went to the Kluber game. And uh, let me tell you, the boom on Stanton for not swinging were absolutely ridiculous and hilarious. Uh, my question kind of going off of that is, when should we start caring, if at all, about the performance on the field, whether it be pitching or hitting? Thanks, guys. Looking forward to a great season. We kind of tackled this. Yeah. There's a lot of guys, majority of guys, April 1st is when you start caring. Not even that. Maybe like April, April 10th. For hitters, you got to yeah. give them a couple weeks. It's kind of the extremes, right? Like if 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 Lucas Litke pitches nine innings of baseball and he strikes out twenty four batters, 
and somehow made the Yankees, and then he gets robbed. Doesn't matter at all. Um, it's all the extremes. If if Hicksy didn't have a hit this spring, and then you know a week into the season he's only got one, like it's all piggybacking. Nothing really matters in this life. And we talked. We talked about a little friends, your religion for some of you. Wow, coming at everyone. Uh, no, I think we talked about it. Gary Sanchez. It, it's it's nice that he's having a hot start. If he if he went a one ten batting average with no extra base hits in spring, it would matter. As much as we say it doesn't, it, we would all in our head be ready for disappointment regular season. Like you just needed that. If Glaber was booting balls at short, all the question marks from last season. You want them not to be question, not to show up in spring. Now, there's still going to be question marks once the season starts, but if they were sh- showing themselves in spring, you'd be it, yeah. it would be scary. If if Glaber was kicking balls in the infield, we would be having a deep dive conversation about that. Yeah. And knocking on all the wood, we're two weeks in and haven't had an injury yet. Yeah. That matters. Clark. Clark, but not on the active 26, man. And I think Clark's like starting the pitch already, so yeah, I don't think it's going to affect his season that much. Seems pretty good, so that kind of matters. But as far as like Stanton, Judge, Void, all those guys, stay healthy and and don't look like Judge still looks fine at the plate. Yeah, so does Void. So I don't know if those guys will ever matter. Um, Andujar's fielding always matters. Yeah, Gardner hitting that grand slam was very fun. Technically doesn't matter. Technically doesn't matter. If Gardy, <laughs> if Gardy starts out this this April and he's hitting 077, nobody's going to point to that Gardy Grand Slam this spring. Yeah. That, that was fun. Did not matter. It's cute. Oh, it was Talk great. trash to the big guys. Two-strike Grand Slam. That's always what I cute. Used to do. Hey, man, I just wanted to see um, what you guys think you can do to beat the Astros finally because obviously you guys haven't been able to beat us. Um, you know. Maybe you guys need a little bit of moral support from us Astros fans to uh, maybe get over the hump this year. Uh, but then again, I highly doubt that, man. Um, bunch of crybabies over there. So, go Strohs. Wow, Astros fan calling in. Strohs up, baby. Pitch better, hit better, be better. That's my recipe for beating the Astros. Hit better, be better. Pitch better. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, as long as we don't run into Verlander, ooh, not pitching this year. Framber's pretty nasty. Framber's hurt. Forrest Whitley should be good. Also hurt. Oh. Kind of sounds like the Yankees of old. Signed Oda Rizzi. We like him. I like Odo. Houston's going to be there. I don't know. Me and BBD talked about this on Waking Jake a little bit this morning. Like, if you had to go playoff series straight up with the other AL teams right now, Houston's just as scary like, it's the White Sox and the Rays. The Rays lost Snell twins? and Morton. In a playoff series? You're going to be more scared of the Twins than Houston? No, I thought you were just naming all the teams that are of options. I'm just comparing Houston to those other teams. I mean... Rays would probably still be my one because they just... They have That you Boone. don't want to play? Yeah, they have yeah. Boone and Cash's number. They know how to play yeah. check checkers and chess against Boone and Cashman. Yeah. As they have them beat right, as of right now. Like, they mentally weakened the Yankees yeah. last year. And the Yankees beat themselves on the chessboard, not the playing field. So I'm still worried about that. I still think they have to – if they get there. But the Rays playoff-wise definitely took a step back. Yeah. Like, well, regular so, season, I still have them as the yeah. same Rays, but Snell Morton. We'll see what the uh, the Astros pitching is at the end. Yeah. But, I mean, Granky's obviously a stud. Granky, Odo. And then Odo. Er, er, Kitty, Odo, and Javier were all really good. So, and the, the White Sox will the be White there. Sox, who if, if Giolito and Lance Lynn are the one, two, and they're going really good. Michael. They might be there, too, as well. That's what I, the White Sox have a the little AL more. The just sucks right now. The White Sox have a little more talent than Houston, but I, these Houston guys have been through four straight ALCSs. Yeah, they're battle-tested. Ragman's played 60, so, like, if there's a playoff series tomorrow, Houston and the White Sox, I would take Houston just like banking on their take in Houston there. as the scariest. Yeah, you wouldn't want to play them. You'd Correct. take the White Sox. Yeah, so that's where you know there hasn't been a lot of buzz around Houston. It's been a lot of White Sox are the hot new team. Yanks like 
Houston's going to be around. And I decided I want Houston and the White Sox to play so the White Sox can either figure it out. And it's Dusty versus La Russa, so it's just an old man fest. I like that. And so we'll play. The Rays actually lose to the Twins, so we'll have to play the Twins. Oops. The Twins are going to win? No, but I got a dream. A's are there? There's another team that would need to be around. A's, Blue Jays, Rays. Like, that's it. Twins. Mm. Blue Jays surprise everyone. Take the two seed in the AL East, beat the Twins in the wild card game, and where you can't even go till Game Three, and Perfect. we're set. Kind Robbie of Ray, Tanner Rourke, games one and two in stone. In stone. Hey, what's up, guys? Pete in Virginia calling with my uh, spring hot take here. I think the Yankees are going to have five guys, potentially more, with thirty plus bombs. So I've got Judge, Stanton, Gary, Voit, and Glaber. Um, but honestly, we got a few guys that are peripheral there. You know, we got Hicks, Clint, Geo, and even DJ could do it. Let me know what you think. Thanks, fellas. Congrats on the recent, recent success. Thank you, Pete in Virginia. Thanks, That's Pete. a fun question. How many guys are going to hit more than 30 home runs? I mean, in 2019, you only had two. In 2018, you only had one. In 2017... You had two. So, can five guys do it? Yeah. Sure can. Which three will? Yeah. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say three because I'm feeling optimistic. Uh, One of those years, there was a bunch of guys at 27. Forget which one. 27, it was. Eight, 30. 18. It isn't 30. It was, it was guys uh, knocking 20, at the door. It was 2018. It was Didi, Andujar, Hicks, and Judge all had 27 home runs. And Stanton was the only one that had more than 30 with 38. It's a. Uh, it's How many a, guys can do it? Ready? It's a six sport. Gary, he's done it before. Yeah. Judge, done it before. Stan, done it before. Glaber, done it before, right? Yeah, 38. Um, Voight hasn't done it, but. But what did he do last year? 20 in 60 games? Yeah. I'm going to count that as done it. 22 in 60 games. I'm going to count that as yeah. done it before. So uh, we got five guys that have done it before. Now, of the guys that haven't done it, do you think Clint could do it with a full season? I do. I wouldn't bet on it for this season, but he very well can. Very well. I've been, I've been saying that for the past couple of years, that if he got traded to Cincy, I would pencil him for 30 homers. Yeah. How many does he have in his 162? 24. He's played 162 games in his career. He's got 24. He could do it. I'm not. He has the potential. You can't bet on it for this year. No. That would be a sucker bet. Um, Has Bruce ever hit 30? <laughs> I think he has, but I don't. <laughs> I, I know he's. Pen, hit, I wouldn't pen him. They're throwing the, the one time ten he, years of twenty, like like twenty two homers or more. No, no, Bruce has hit thirty five different times, but I'm not putting. I'm not. I'm just seeing. We can rule out Geo. We love Geo, but thirty doesn't feel. Thirty's a big number. Like we're saying, the whole reason we're in this conversation. Geo hit twenty one in twenty nineteen in one hundred thirty two games. Seems right. Yeah. DJ doesn't try. No, DJ, there's no use even. Yeah. Hit your 20 and have fun, DJ. Hicks I mean, he hit 26. Kind of the, DJ hit 26 mm-hmm. in 2019. Hicks is kind of the wild card. Hit 27. He's got power to do it. I, I, I will say three will do it this year, but I don't know what three because there's a lot of options like we just said. I mean, so there's we, we named six guys. We named five guys that have done it before. Then we named guys that have hit over 25. DJ, uh, Hicks, Urshela was what, 22, I said? 21. 21. Put Urshela and Clint. 28 and 19. But Gardner at 28, yeah. How about the fan grass projections? And these are, you know, basically if the guys play the full season. Has Judge at 36, Stanton at 41. Voight at 34, Glaber at 34. They're going with four. I'm always cautiously uh, cautious. Yeah. I'm going with three guys. Baseball happens. Baseball happens in a big way. I'll go four. A lot of big guys. Do it. Why not? Let's go five. BBD, go five. Okay. Judge, wow. Stanton, Voight. Gary. Glaber, Gary, toss up. 
you need somebody to root for five guys to hit 30 home runs, I'm your guy. Clint Darkhorse. If Judge Stanton and Voight all play a full season, they should all hit 30 home runs. You'd think so. You'd think so. Even even Gary gets a full year. Even yeah, he's I mean, bad, he homers. Dude, he, Gary he plays homers 100 right games. Rate. You do some... Well, Gary's had two years where he played a lot of games and was yeah. awful. So, but he hit, but he, he still, still homered homers. at. <laughs> yeah. He's like homered at the same rate even in those years. He just gets no other hits. Yeah, which is tough. Now he's going to right field again. Yeah, he's odd year Gary. So, Floyd's going to be an interesting one. All right, we have two more calls. They're about the same thing. We're going to do some batting order. What's up, boys? Jordan from Boston. All right, I want to know more about Aaron Hicks and where he goes in our lineup. I'm kind of in the same mindset as Jay where it's what does the other team not want you to do? And if I'm the other team, I want Aaron Hicks batting third or batting first. And I know he's a good walk guy, you know, you know, all this kind of fun stuff, but I want him at the bottom of the lineup. You know, I love DJ in that leadoff spot, start the game off right, get your best hitter the most at bats. I like judges two hole. If Glaver's going well, I want him in a three hole and then so on and so forth. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but give me Aaron Hicks near the bottom of the lineup. I don't know. What do you guys think? Go Yanks. So. Oh, another one. John Boy, Jake, BBD in the corner. What's up, guys? It's Dustin from Indiana. First off, BBD, you talk as much as you want, dude. Second off, why isn't Hicks leading off instead of being in the three hole? I was talking to Yankees Twitter about it the other day. Add. And it really got me thinking. Can you imagine Hicks leading off, who we all know gets on base at an absurd rate, and DJ, the hitting machine, in the three-hole instead? Think about it. Hicks works an eight-pitch walk to start the game. Now you have to face the gauntlet of Judge, DJ, Voight, and Stanton. Imagine the mind games that would cause, and not to mention that it sounds way better. Anyway, wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. Thanks, guys. Go Yanks. All right, so let's do some batting order stuff in Hicks. Now, we'll preface this by saying Boone said Hicks was going to be a three-hole hitter. Yeah. So, no need to really argue or debate what you think it's going to be. Boone said he's going to be a three-hole hitter. How long that lasts for, who knows. I agree with both of them. Yeah. I agree with Jordan, where do what the other team doesn't want you to do, and if the other team sees Hicks in the first three batters, instead of... Judge Glaber DJ or Judge Glaber Stanton, they want that. I very much agree that the other team, the other pitcher, when he sees Hicks in those first three, instead of, I mean, even add Voight. Like, instead of seeing DJ Judge Stanton, DJ Judge Voight, DJ Judge Glaber, I think the other team sees Hicks and they say, oh, okay, cool. Because they don't, obviously Hicks is a tough at bat and works walks, but he's just not that presence. So I, I I fully agree there. And then I agree with our next caller, I forget his name, who says, if you're going to put him in the top three, I think I'd rather him go first and have DJ be the, the three-hole. I do. I think I would. I don't like him three-hole hitter at all. Yeah. Yeah, man, there's a couple There's a couple juggles in play here. I'm, I'm looking at Hicks' stat as a Yankee. Um. Which uh, also gets skewed because his his 2016, I mean, he wasn't the guy we know today. So since 20, no, it's like platooning and stuff too. Since 2017, and that includes 2019, which was a weird year for him because he had he was coming off the Tommy John and stuff. Since 2017, Aaron Hicks has got on base at a 362 clip, mm-hmm. um, 819 OPS, so 120 OPS plus. That's a that's a really good ball player. Um, especially as a switch hitting center fielder, like those don't exist, and that's part of the reason the Yankees love Hicks, and it's part of the reason we've come around more on Hicks. At first, we kind of didn't get it, <laughs> like seeing a lot of pitches, and I think he's even takes steps. Like his his takes used to be a lot more often, and now he he looks for those pitches to drive, and he he does, man, he does. That being said, it's it's what you said, it's the company you keep, man, and. Uh, and ask ask the opponents like Jordan mentioned. Would you rather see DJ? Like, sorry, guy's been top five MVP the past two years. Judge, pretty much as good as anyone in baseball when he's healthy. Stan, MVP in the bag, went nuts last playoffs. Voight, 
when he's right, we saw him lead the league in home runs last year. Uh, so it's tough, and this is where I get caught up because, you know, the Yankees tell us they don't really care about lineup balance and they've got these switch-proof guys and, oh, the righties, it's easier for them to go the other way. And then you throw Aaron Hicks in the middle of this lineup to balance it out, and they're basically admitting that they believe in that to a degree. So don't get me wrong, I love everyone on this team, but I I say it when I look back at those great Yankees teams, they just had better balance. I mean, it's, a, it's easy when you have Bernie and Posada switching and you put them wherever you want, but... You know, it's it's definitely a it's a little off, and it's not a shot at Hicks. It's more so a compliment to everybody else around him. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I just think uh, I like DJ leading off. My preference would be to keep DJ leading off. Every now and then he pops that leadoff homer, or just goes like a battles yeah. it battles battles you out, and then beats you with the hit, which I think is more emphatic than battling you out and beating you with a walk. Uh and a little man, if it ain't broke, like don't yeah. <laughs> so it's been working. But if they, yeah. So if they wanted Hicks in the top three, and they don't even want him leading off, they only have him because he's a lefty and can sw- and be, switch switch up the righties. Because otherwise, I think it would make sense to have him lead off and DJ be third if you have to have him up there. But I don't even know about that. Like I think that's I think that's the biggest takeaway that gets Hicks me- shouldn't be getting more at bats than DJ and Judge. It's what frustrates me about the righty lefty thing. If if Giancarlo, if Glaber, if Void, and I know I'm starting to get into a weird space, but if any of those guys were lefty, I think we'd be saying they're in the three hole. Oh, it wouldn't even be a question. That's, that's the part that's a little a little frustrating as Yankee fans. But um hey his chase rate went down like crazy last season. I mean average Average in MLB chasing pitches out of the zone is a 28% chase rate. <laughs> Last year, Hicks was 15. Yeah. Like crazy low. Spits on it. He got on base at a, again, small sample last year, but a 379 clip, and he still didn't look fully right. So, hey, man, Aaron but, Hicks. But it- then his, uh, look at this, then his meatball swing was like 82. So, like, pitches in the zone, he he was above average at, at swinging yeah, at pitches in he, the zone. He's... He's gotten good. I I will stand by it that in and I know we can dig up some of these metrics. Like twenty seventeen when we were learning who Hicks was, I think he let a lot of meteor pitches get by. Um to the point where I I really like where he's at. Um so looking at the playoff numbers, playoff numbers are a little low, but hey, he's he says he's gonna hit thirty this year. Do it. He was uh, ninth in pitches seen per plate appearance in 2018. 2019, I don't think he had enough play. ABs, yeah. Uh, in 2020, in the shortened season, pitches per plate appearance, he was ninth again. So, you know, he would make a good leadoff hitter from that that aspect. But I... I do uh, fifth time we're saying it. What does the opponent want to see? I think oppo- opposing pitchers don't feel the same when they see DJ Judge Hicks as they would DJ Judge Voit or DJ Judge Glaber or DJ Judge Stan. I just don't think it's the same mentality, and that's a little bit of the chess game that yeah. you want to get in other people's heads right away. So, yeah, and that's. I- the leadoff thing, it gets away from what we talked about with the like with the lineup. If you bat <laughs> if you bat Hicks leadoff, then the rest of your lineup might be just straight righties. And it's only the for the first inning. Yeah. And you, you know, you wanna just get the best hitters the most at bats. And that's why I don't want like should Hicks be getting more at bats than Glaber Void or Stan? Probably not. If he wasn't from the left side of the plate, I don't think it'd even be a question. So that's where it's like, well, is his skill set going there or is his handedness going there? Yeah, I mean, it, there's a world where a six-hole Hicks wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Those are our last voicemails. 
that's a conversation we're having forever and always going to have. I and do I do think the Yankees basically tipped their hand to what their lineup is going to be with the last spring. DJ leading off, Judge batting second, Hicks batting third, Stanton in cleanup, Voigt batting fifth, Glaber batting sixth, Gary batting seventh, Geo batting eighth, Clint batting ninth. Now maybe at the tail end they switch it, but the yeah. one through six, I think you're there. DJ Judge, Hicks, Stanton, Voigt, Glaber. That's a crazy lineup. It's really good. I know we uh, we get detached from it doing our talking baseball stuff and a lot of eyes on the pitching this offseason, but man, that lineup's nuts, dude. Very good. When you're, when you're four through six is Stanton, Voigt, Glaber? Yeah, it's pretty good. Play something spooky. Ooh, I will. That's the end of this episode. We appreciate you hanging out with us very much. We got an episode coming up tomorrow. Who's coming up tomorrow? Don't tell them. It's a secret. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.